I think it comes down to energy management. So mm. like they, these are situations that are outside of your control, but as a, as a vendor, you, you do need to have a solution. Um, and you do, you do that by staying calm. You do that by managing your own energy. Um, and you do that by, you know, managing that you can think clearly enough um, to come up with a solution that's in the best interest for your couple. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You're here with Tim and Matt. Mate, how are you? It's been a while. What's been happening in the world of Matt Ashton photography? Mate, it has been bloody wild. I'll tell you what, uh, a lot has been happening. Not so much in my office or doing anything like editing at the moment, but a lot of shooting. I suppose whenever you are listening to this, we are definitely well and truly deep into the wedding season in... New South Wales, Australia, probably. Um, I think if you're listening overseas, probably not so much. You're probably on the opposite side to us. It's a bit weird. But uh, yeah, we are deep in wedding season. My goodness. It's, it's uh, exciting, isn't it? It's exciting. Like Obviously, like winter, winter's, winter's nice and all. Like I think most of us do get a little bit of a break. Uh, but wedding season's begun. It's truly in full swing. And um, <laughs> I'm pumped, man. Like I'm so excited Like just getting back out there shooting getting back out there meeting some epic couples shooting with some cool vendors and just having a good old time i find like when wedding season begins it's like i don't know it's just it's exciting i i love it i absolutely love it even so i've got a wedding today straight after this yeah i know (laughs) and we're like trying to like sneak in some recordings we thought we were being really smart and like trying to get a couple like ahead and we were really good and being like you know on top of the recordings and making sure you guys are getting mm. weekly episodes still. And then all of a sudden we look down and we're like, oh, we're almost out of um, pre-recorded episodes and we really need to get kind of on top of this again. So uh, we're sneaking in episodes as much as we can. I think I got home last night at, and you know, by the time I went to sleep, it was about 2 a.m. and it's currently 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning and we're back at it and we're smashing out a couple of episodes for you guys. So uh, Tim's running off to a wedding today. I've got a little bit of editing to do. I've got a day in the office, which is good. Um, but you know what I like most about being busy and being, I suppose like busy is the wrong word, but just having like a good amount of weddings on at the moment is that like you get to learn and adapt and change the way that you shoot at every wedding and like you get to practice and become better um and i know that sounds really weird but like for me if i've got like you know a back-to-back wedding i look at what i did the day before and i go what can i do better you know and even though i've shot i don't even know how many weddings well over 300 weddings now you know for me i'm like i still want to learn i still want to adapt i still want to make sure that i am doing better and it's not to say that the wedding before was bad or anything like that but i'm always trying to push myself to do new things to change it up and to become a better photographer yeah amazing man and like it's, it's funny you talk about adapting because that's uh that's maybe the topic for today but <laughs> i thought i'd slide I, that in <laughs> <laughs> but um look i think that that just shows like you have the bones as like not just a good creative but also a you know, a well-adapted, well-rounded business owner that wants to provide an amazing service, that wants to provide an amazing experience. Um, and I think that's obviously something that we we both share those values on. Um, and even for me, man, like 
every every wedding I'm looking for those things that are going to you know further enhance like a film further enhance like a couple story um like I don't treat every wedding like it's like like it's the same because I think if you if you do that then you you get into you know this rhythm and you get into almost like this schedule like everyone's the same you just go there you do the same things you shoot the same things you know and then over time it becomes routine um and you burn out because you're just like i'm doing the same thing i'm not mentally stimulated like it's not creatively like challenging enough for me and i think as vendors that's why we you know chose this career right because you know we we love the creative side of it but obviously there's external pressures outside of the creative realm like running a business, managing a family, being a good husband, wife, mother, father, um, you know, like there's quite a lot of things that need to come together to be able to fulfill your needs as a business owner, as a person, as a mother, as a father, etc. So, mate, talking about adapting, I think you've really kind of put this into a, a good preface to really discuss what is it that we're chatting about today, particularly. Yeah, so we're talking like, why is it important to adapt as a vendor, I suppose, you know, Um, and this will still be some insight for you if you're a couple out there and you're listening. Um, This will still be some insight into, like, I suppose, into your day and what it looks like for you guys and just some things to think about. But as a vendor specifically, you know, there's a lot that you need to think about on a wedding day. And I suppose for me, especially recently, there's been like some, I don't know, situations have been happening on a wedding day and there's nothing like, there's nothing majorly wrong, but it just, I guess made me think, well, I probably never really thought about it specifically before, but like, you know, I can really adapt on a wedding day. And that's probably a trait that's super, super, super important as a vendor. And if you can't adapt on a wedding day as a vendor, you might need to find a new career. And I'm just going to say it straight because like, it's pretty important. Like, and I think that if you're stuck on a very specific timeline, if you're stuck in a very specific way of doing things, um, you're going to struggle on a wedding day um, as a vendor. So. I'm just going to drop that there to start off with because that's a big call, uh, I know, but I think it's necessary to say yeah. out loud. <laughs> Wedding, weddings move fast. And like, yes, there is a timeline. There is a plan in most circumstances, in most weddings. But, and that's a bit, there's a big, big but there. It never really goes to plan completely. Like, yes, there, there is structure to the day, but there are so many unforeseen circumstances. So many unforeseen circumstances. And if you don't have the ability to adapt, create a new plan that's aligned with your couple's goals um, or aligned with what the couple really want, because you're, you're, as a vendor, you're making a decision that's going to suit the needs best for the couple. And that's all you should be doing, right? You're there paid as an expert, as someone who has expertise in your creative realm or wedding um, in your wedding business to make a decision that's really going to suit what the couple really want and to not i suppose and this is this is a big the, the big thing about adapting is that you can't really get the shits about it like you need to be professional like create a new a new situation that allows them to be as close as possible to their original plan but allow your couple to still have an amazing experience and amazing day Absolutely. Like, I think that for me, like bringing it back to kind of like as well, like past experiences for me, I think like I've had a lot of people and a lot of a lot of couples probably say to me, oh, Matt, you're so chill on the wedding day or Matt, you're so much fun or you really understood what we wanted. And I think number one for adapting is like 
a bit of that comes with experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say majority of the time for me, the reason why I feel like I can be so chill or I can have fun or I'm not too worried about what's going on around me is probably because I would say 99% of the time we've seen it all before, right? And that is something that only comes with experience um, and only comes with probably not trying to sweat the small stuff on a wedding day, you know, when everyone else is flopping their, flopping, when everyone else is flapping their wings around <laughs> you, um, you know, like it's one of those things where it's just like, I've seen it. It's okay. we got this, you yeah, know. Yeah. I would say recently there's probably been a bit of a like weather situations, like we've had some wild weather where it's been like, you know, 40 to 40 degrees one day and then the next day I shot a wedding and it was like 15 uh, you know, and so like that's a massive like for me, but just to adapt between those two days is huge. But for a couple on a wedding day, no one goes to their wedding day expecting in October that it's going to be 40 degrees one day or, you know, if it is 40 degrees one day, the next day they're getting married and it's 15 degrees. Like that's a massive drop in temperature. You need to adapt because you might not want to go out in the middle of the day and do your portraits, or you might not want to have your ceremony in the blazing hot sun, or you might not want to go out and do your sunset photos when it's like 15 degrees in the middle of the day. So which means it's probably going to be three degrees at night, right? It's going to be cold. So you have to, Mm. as a vendor, adapt to what your couple are experiencing at the time. Yeah, for sure. And there, there there may be times, you know, outside of whoever where, you know, cocktail hour is pumping and the couple seen everyone having a bit of fun and you're like oh well we still gotta we gotta do portraits but i i think sometimes like it, it pays like even though the run sheet says you know this is time for bridal portraits um and you enter the reception at 5 30 6 o'clock whatever it is but maybe maybe if you can sense that they actually would love to spend some time with family and friends like you do you do that at the sacrifice of yes you're sat you are saying yes to going to canapes and getting some candids rather than getting more portraits but if you can have the ability to foresee that well if you're going to have a bit of a sunset or if you don't need as much time to get the portraits that you do need communicate that with the couple and be like hey like let's go to canapes for five ten minutes 15 minutes whatever it is um and come back out when maybe the light is a little bit better absolutely and that's Yes, like you may be able to tell them that, but you're foreseeing that, you know, they'll have better photos, better videos because the light will be a little bit lower, a little bit softer. It's little things like that. And, you know, you're you're phrasing this to the couple to enhance their experience, but also you're getting what you want, which is a, a better creative outcome for them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like the more that you put the couple at the forefront of your mind, the better the outcome will be for everybody involved, you know? Hmm. Yeah, like I don't know. I've I've definitely seen I've definitely worked with a lot of vendors. Um, you know, obviously I work with a, a lot of photographers, you work with a lot of videographers. Um, you know, and like not throwing anyone under the bus, but like like you can feel the stress and you can feel like the energy like just portraying from them, right? And it has such an impact on the wedding party, on the couple, on the whole wedding guest, like you you can just feel that energy and it like it, it does change it and that, and that's why you know I'm I'm quite vocal in how I say like as a vendor like your energy is what's going to you know make or break your experience with the couple yeah absolutely and if you're not able to adapt and keep that energy up 
you're in a bad spot. Mm. You know what I mean? And and that's not going to be enjoyable for anybody. It's not you're not going to enjoy yourself. And I find like for me, the weddings that I shoot the most, or sorry, the weddings that I shoot and that I have the most fun at would definitely be the ones that like when I have adapted or when I have had a good time, I'm in a good mood and things are happening as well, right? Like you don't want to come to a wedding and be shitty. Like yeah. it's not well, it's not a fun time. <laughs> well, there, there there has been times when, you know, I've had to adapt because like I've made a mistake, you know, and I, I might be laughing and smiling on, on the outside, but on the inside, like I'm like, oh man, like I've like really, like really stuffed up here. Um, and like, I think the most notorious one that comes to mind is when I, for- I forgot my batteries. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that already. I was like, oh, I, like, when you said the one that comes to mind, I was like, I already know what he's going to say. And if oh. he's not going to say the battery situation, I'm going to say the battery situation for him. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. All right. Backstory. All right. Take a seat. Um, yeah. So, on the way down, I was two hours from home, two hours from home, and 10 minutes before I got to the venue, I quickly just like went through my went through my cameras just to double check everything while he was driving. While was driving. <laughs> and I noticed I only had two batteries um, instead of my usual like ten, which is yeah, which is well, two batteries is not going to get me very far on a wedding day. So and no charger <laughs> and no charger. <laughs> but I, I yeah I I adapted because now I have batteries stashed away in my car and also a spare charger in my car. But um. Yeah, so I called up every like every JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman. No one stopped the batteries. It was it was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Um, called everyone. Everyone was already at weddings or they were weren't in the area, so I couldn't ask for help. So my poor wife had to drive two hours with our daughters, and yeah, she got there just before the ceremony. So like, it, it was all fine. It was all fine. But you know, obviously. Had to, had to adapt in that situation. <laughs> and you, um, had to, you had to do some sucking up to our poor Kate because- Oh, man. Like, <laughs> sh- shout out to my wife. Like, what an what an absolute champion. Let's um, just call her I Superman. Th- well, Superwoman from now on. Hey? Oh, man, yeah. Like, with, with two kids as well. Like, Save just, today. Yeah. Absolutely. Save today. But, um, yeah, it's like, it's it's things like that. And obviously- like there, there was another option, you know. I think like we we had a friend of ours that was like forty five minutes away, but it would mean that I would miss out on forty five minutes of the day. So obviously, it's it's not really it's not really an option. But I know you could have like backed up. Like we had some friends at the venue, you could have backed up video for me for for a little bit. But it's just there. Yeah, it's little little things like that. And I think until you start to really go through the notions of like doing this time and time again, you start to see like all these um all these situations occurring or things occurring, not just from batteries, where you need to be prepared. Um, and, you know, even though it could have potentially been bad, like, I didn't portray that poor energy to the couple. <laughs> Matt, do you know how we rave on about client experience a little? And do you want to know the golden nuggets behind my client delivery system? Uh, not really, but anyway, I know you're going to tell me, so shoot. <laughs> Thanks, mate. But uh, you know we're all about leveling up our client experience. And if you're still delivering wedding films to your couples with Google Drive or Dropbox, then you really aren't giving them the best experience, are you? And this is why I use VidFlow. It's a pay-per-use online platform that allows you to deliver on-brand websites with your very own domain for each of your clients while still being incredibly affordable. And VidFlow is accessible on mobile, desktop, and my absolute favorite feature is the fact that it links to your smart TV so your couples can watch their wedding film on their own big screen 
And with all that effort that you put into your film, you really want to ensure your couples can have the best experience possible. So use our code MAKEITEPIC20 for 20% off your VidFlow yearly premium membership. Yeah, I actually just was thinking about it then. I got, um, I'm just going to give you a quick little, like maybe a little story. I, I shot a, <laughs> a wedding a few, a few weeks ago. And this is just, I guess, like the difference between maybe if you don't know as a vendor, if you don't know how to adapt or if you do know how to adapt, or if you can just kind of like, even sometimes when we're talking about adapting, it's kind of going with the flow and making sure it still works and making sure your couple is happy. And that's kind of the the tact I'm going with here for a minute, just bear with me. And uh, this was a wedding, it was an absolute epic wedding that I shot with uh, one of our good mates, uh, Isaac from Bloom Films, shout out to him, legend. And I, me and him got an email, a joint email yesterday and I, I was reading it last night and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, so shout out to Lauren and Kurt, their wedding was, wow, it was wild. Um, I'm sure that we'll, I'm sure I'll share some photos and stuff soon on the socials because it was amazing. Uh, these guys had like a three-day wedding festival. Um, it was pretty, it was pretty nuts. Um, but specifically, the day of their actual ceremony, there were so many things going. Is the word wrong? I don't know. Not to plan, let's just say. So it was in outside of Goulburn. It was freaking freezing, like holy dooly, like so cold, icy winds, and it wasn't like the ideal situation for these guys when it comes to that. It was very windy, very cold. The power at the venue kept dropping in and out every two minutes, so <laughs> which meant that the cooks couldn't cook the food properly. The gas heaters ran out of gas because it was so cold. Everyone was cranking them. And no one was dressed appropriately for like 10 degrees or less temperatures. And then oh, it man. was like almost like it started spitting with rain as well. So they had marquees and things like that. But I just wanted to like, I'm going to quickly read you guys. Uh, so this email that she sent us yesterday, because for me, I found that um, I needed to actually say to like Lauren and Kurt a couple of times, like, hey guys, just like, let's just stop for a minute and take a big deep breath because everyone around them was like, kind of complaining to them, to be honest. There was vendors complaining, there was couples, sorry, like guests complaining to them, like their bridal party was asking them questions. There was a lot happening and we were trying to do portraits. And so she just wrote, not only that, uh, that you helped Kurt and I stay calm and breathe when things were blowing up around us, honestly, we'll be forever grateful for that. But you also made us aware um, a lot around the time that we were hanging out with you guys that we needed to stay calm. And I think that that's huge, right? And then they also said like, you know, there was so much stuff happening around us, like losing power, all the gas heaters not working. There was some like issues with some vendors and things like that. There was a gazillion issues issues also between all that. But there were many points where we we felt overwhelmed, and particularly when people were coming up to it every five minutes to report all of these problems to us. And I'm like, I could have identified that from a mile away that that was going to ruin the vibe, right? So then. And she literally said to us, she's like, this could have completely ruined our day because we were really struggling to relax. However, um, both you and Isaac uh, quickly identified this and within seconds turned to almost extra bodyguards slash extra coordinators on the day. And it was incredible. Honestly changed the entire course of the day. You literally protected us from everyone being annoying AF. <laughs> Ran around sorting out all the issues um, and spot fires that popped up and all did this while man managing us and absolutely nailing your own jobs. Uh, you guys are absolutely amazing. And so like for me, I'm like, that's awesome. Like, and the reason why I say that story is not to be like, oh, you know, look at us, we're sick. But they're literally just telling you guys that like, if you're out there and you're listening, these are common problems that happen at a lot of different weddings and they may not all happen at the same wedding. Like that was pretty unique when there was like five or six fairly large problems going off at once, um, you know, like, but it just comes back to the fact that like trust in your vendors. 
<laughs> right? We, we say it so often, but we it, do. It is so but... tr- it is so true yeah. in so many different circumstances. Yeah, hundred percent. And like you know, if you're not trusting your vendors, that's a big problem. But also, if you haven't picked vendors, or if you haven't got vendors with experience, those vendors uh, may not know how to adapt in that situation. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of vendors I've worked with in the past. If all of this stuff was going off, they would have been going off too, kicking up a stink. You know, like we didn't get fed until about nine o'clock that night because food service was taking so long. So there literally was like we were an hour behind on schedule because food took an extra hour to cook. Right. Um. So we missed out on that. You know. So there's just these little things where it's like, well, at the end of the day it all happened it all worked out it was probably one of the wildest booziest little receptions i've had in a long time because no one got fed on time so everyone had a few too many drinks um you know but it was fun and it all worked out so well done it's one of those things yeah yeah. it's it's interesting it's not too dissimilar i suppose like that that's that's definitely a unique uh unique situation as well but like it's it's actually not that uncommon as well like we no. we see these things where you know it could be related to like the, the weather it could be related to another vendor like it, it could be anything but you know i th- i think there's a big difference with vendors with experiences that they'll foresee that and they'll protect your energy and protect like your vibe by making sure that it doesn't impact your day and like yep. it's it's quite often like especially you know with like the Zilla personality types as well we need to <laughs> like on the day we need to make sure that like uh, if if something is impacting timing or impacting the run sheet or impacting you know potentially you know the couple's behavior or energy like you need to be able to like have a clear plan in how to protect them from that or have a solution to what it may be so you know the zilla does not come out on their wedding day because quite often Mm. i'm like look we've planned for this you know especially if you have a coordinator um or a wedding planner and we've got a a, we've got a run sheet like obviously they're going to help immensely in those situations But, but for those weddings that don't necessarily have that and sometimes the pressure can fall back on them like I try and tell them, like don't, like don't worry about, like don't worry about the timeline, like don't worry about it, like just let us, like do our job. We'll manage it and make sure, like it's aligned with what you want, and just enjoy your day. Like you don't need to know about it, just enjoy your day. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I was just thinking then when you're talking about all that, like we probably should point out that, like, um, if you're a, if you have a wedding coordinator or if you are a wedding coordinator and you're listening, props to you guys because. I find that like you cop a lot of this um, on a daily basis. You Your job is to adapt, right? Yes, it's to coordinate the wedding, but a lot of the time, any issues, people go directly to you. Me and Tim as videographers, photographers, we do tend to see it because we are with the couple more and we do hear things more often um, and we can adapt because of that. But I would say planners out there, give yourself a pat on the back because your job is literally to adapt to every single situation. Like how many times, even I think you said it to me the other day, like, um, you know, there's been some planners you've worked with recently who, because of weather situations we've been, which we've been talking about, like from high temps to low yeah. temps to rain to whatever, there's been some vendors running off their feet, especially these coordinators, trying to get some stuff sorted so that their couple still has a perfect ceremony, 100%. And perfect it's, it's strange, like if you, because if we go to a wedding and there's an on-day coordinator, um you're like oh wow this is like this is so like so nice um because we palm all our problems off to them (laughs) (laughs) you're like oh man like you guys work so so hard especially if there's weather changes um you know like there's there's a lot of decisions that need to be made very in a very short amount of time um and i i really think like those coordinators that can you know avoid asking a million questions like to the couple um and just making the decision 
that relieves a lot of the stress leading up to, especially like up to the ceremony, is huge. But then when you go to weddings when there's no on-day coordinator and you're like, you're kind of working overtime. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe let's just start to like wrap it up. What is your like, have you got one golden nugget, one piece of advice? If you're a vendor out there and you're listening to this and you're like, all right, Matt and Tim, this sounds amazing. I want to learn how to adapt. Have you got a one piece of advice? Yeah, I, I think it comes down to energy management. So mm. like they, these are situations that are outside of your control. But as a, as a vendor, you, you do need to have a solution. Um, and you do, you do that by staying calm. You do that by managing your own energy. Um, and you do that by you know, managing that you can think clearly enough um, to come up with a solution that's in the best interest for your couple. I literally had that. Like, I was like hoping that you were going to say that because I literally had exactly the same. I was like, the first thing that popped in my head was stay calm. And yeah. I think because the reason why if, if you are staying calm, you're making a lot more clear decisions. Um, and I probably would say that even if you aren't like have the same experience as say 300 weddings, even 50 weddings experience is still more than 90% of the people at that wedding, maybe 99% of the people at that wedding, right? Um, and so you are still the professional in the room. You still have more experience than anybody else. So take a big deep breath. Even if it means walking away for 30 seconds and going, what do I need to do to improve the day for this couple, for this wedding? How can I help these guys? That's all you need to do. And sometimes I think in some of these situations as well, when things are going wrong, we some people, and depending on your personality, you may sit back and relax and just go, I'm not going to say anything to anybody. I'm just going to let the day unfold, right? For me and Tim, we're not those type of people that kind of just sit back and let things implode. Yeah. Um, you know, we definitely get in there and probably say to our two cents too much at times, but that's because we want to make sure that the day is running um, to the best it yeah. can. Well, let me let me give an example. So the other day we had a wedding down at the Cove. Absolutely. I love love shooting there. Like, we're all about story time today, aren't we? It, fits, it fits the vibe. Um, <laughs> But, you know, like the morning, the morning was like nice. It was warm. And then suddenly the weather, weather changed, like almost instantly. We had mm. like 50 kilometer hour winds, like it started raining. It was cold. Mate, I had my Catman do jacket on. Oh, me too. I was shooting the same day as you. I was literally shooting around the corner <laughs> and we got hail. We got hail. I was oh, like, we, what's we going on here? It <clears throat> was so weird. Anyway, sorry. Keep going with your story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thanks for interrupting. But um, like, and you could tell, like, it was visibly affecting. It was visibly affecting the, the couple. Um, and you know, especially the bride. Like, she was getting a bit upset because she had planned for this outdoor ceremony, and the corner came in and just being like, "Look, I know, like, we're still an hour away, but." What, like, what do you want? Like, do you want us to start to move everything inside or do we want to wait a little bit longer? And she's like, look, let's just move it inside. Like, it's still beautiful inside. Um, we'll do that. And then, like, obviously she was a little bit upset. But, like, obviously I can't change the weather, but I could tell that her mood was changing and her behavior was changing. So, obviously, I sat her down, spoke to her, like, gave her a drink and, and just, like, essentially just tried to hype her up. I'm like, it's going to be an amazing day, like, regardless. Like, the weather's not going to change anything. I'm like, there's still, like, even if it is raining, like, we can still go into a room. We can have some fun with some lights. Like, these guys were um, were professional theatre performers. So, I'm like, 
like told him about a couple of things that like we could do and they're like really like let's do a performance in here and like it'll be so sick and then she started like hyping up as well and she's like oh my god like i absolutely needed this and the photographer was like man like you just you're a hype man you're a hype man but like it changed the mood in the room it changed the energy all the bridesmaids were like having like having a ball it was raining outside and they're sitting there cheesing on this is going to be the best day ever and like it, it was that, like that almost like manifesting like that positive positive energy you know allowed the clouds to just like completely dissipate and then the sun came out and yeah. like it was the it was we got a good amazing. sunset that afternoon yeah <laughs> I know. Like, and we had the most epic sunset like it was so yeah. it was so good like but like sometimes like as a vendor you can't do anything other than like help manage your like your couple's emotions yeah. And I think that's like a massive thing just to kind of like finish off on is that like if you can if you can see that uh, a couple is stressing or worried or any of that, I think it's okay to be the professional in the room and to go over to that couple and just be like, hey, guys, just like I can notice this is going on. Can we just take a big deep breath? Can we, you know, like this is what I think we can do in this situation. This is what whatever it may be, um, depending on that situation that's currently happening. Be the professional, point it out. I think sometimes when you do point it out to couples, they go, thank you so much. I really needed that. You are amazing. Done. Like, and it really improves the position of the couple. They actually trust you a whole lot more too because they're like, wow, this guy or this girl actually really cares about what happens on my wedding day. And I think as uh, vendors and as professionals and as like service providers, like if we can serve our couples best and better, let's do it. Um, so 100%. Hopefully today's episode has helped you guys to, I guess, just point out that adapting is very, very important as a vendor. Uh, And if you're not adapting on a wedding day, because not every single wedding day goes to plan, not every single wedding day is the same. um, And that's why we love shooting weddings. You probably need to learn how to adapt more and really lean in on your experience. Uh, Really trust yourself as a vendor and as a professional in the room, because a lot of the time these couples that we are shooting are nervous, they're worried, they're anxious. There's a lot going on on a wedding day and we need to be the ones that stay calm. We need to be the ones that can help them improve their wedding day no matter what you kind need to of be situation is going on. Yeah, you Absolutely. need to be the guide in all sorts and all forms. So hopefully you've been enjoying today's episode wherever you are listening from. Uh, if you want to give us a little bit of a review, a bit of a shout out, any of that, please jump over to, um, I think Apple is still the best place to leave a review for us. We always love to hear from you guys. Otherwise, send us a DM on Instagram or something like that. We'd love to hear from you. But until next week, we'll speak soon. Bye. Bye. Are you sick of the plain old written guest book that you'll never, ever read again? Yeah, absolutely. I actually don't think I've seen mine since my wedding night, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I've seen mine either, which is really interesting. But imagine capturing your guest voices with a retro phone that's a bit more epic and receiving all the recordings as an online gallery. That sounds absolutely amazing. Imagine all the like different voices you'll get to uh, hear from everybody. Some of the, the drunken ones and then also grandma maybe leaving you a, <laughs> a cute and romantic one as well. Sentimental voice memos from Nan and from family members. And then just imagine the boys giving you an absolute roasting. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> well, check out Off The Hook. Use our code MIE50 and get yourself a sneaky $50 discount.